Bill Cunningham, the great American, of course, the Heritage Foundation, the Heritage Action, is one of the great conservative groups. There have been many have taken charge to, to get out the viewpoints of normal Americans. When I try to watch MSNBC or the nightly news, I'm thinking the American people are not receiving the information upon which they can cast an informed ballot. Ryan Walker is the executive uh, vice president of Heritage Action, part of the Heritage, Heritage Foundation. Ryan Walker, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. Well, the presidential visits have now taken place. The split screens were very, very incredible to watch as far as the mainstream media coverage of one against the other. But one of the talking points of the radical Democrats at this point is to say that uh, we offered the Republicans a really great border patrol uh, package, part of the Ukrainian and part of the Israeli situation. And the Republicans themselves turned it down. And that uh, very conservative senator from Oklahoma was in charge of negotiating. And the Republicans don't want to deal. What they want to do is have an issue to bludgeon Joe Biden with in the fall if he's the nominee instead of solving a problem. And they're blaming the Trump. Number one, will it be successful to to flip the script on Donald Trump saying he's weak on the border? But number two, let's go to two before one. Ryan Walker, what are the two or three clauses or reasons in this legislation put together bipartisan, allegedly, that are particularly obstreperous and is bad for the American people. And that's why the Republicans in the House said no to it. What are the two or three things that trap doors to loopholes? Yeah, great question. And thank you for having me on. I think that you're absolutely correct to identify the, the vulnerabilities of this bill or the, the fake billing that the American people have been sold. The two most obvious uh, downfalls of this piece of legislation are that it codifies 5,000 illegal immigrants coming into the United States a day. And that is a massive shift, even from the Obama administration, who considered a 1,000 a day a crisis. This would institute five times what President Obama thought was uh, unachievable. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, the president in this legislation, uh, as much as they like to say that it would require him to shut down the border, it would do none of, none of that. It would, in fact, give him the authority uh, to make the decision and determination of whether it's actually needed or not, the shutdown. Uh, and so he could make a determination uh, that, you know, uh, this is not required at this time under law. I have the ability to, to stop it from being implemented, and I'm going to keep the border open because I don't really see it as a problem. So, so number uh, two, uh, let's stay on number one, Ryan Walker. Uh, I watched Jay Johnson a few weeks ago, who was Obama's Homeland Security uh, czar, who said that we had a very bad day when we had 1,000 showing up at the border. In the month of December, there were 10,000 on average every day. It's still unbridled. And so the, the legislation that uh, Senator Lankford and others put together would say that essentially until you get past 5,000 a day, there's no need for the president to act. 5,000 a day is 2 million a year. Now, what reasonable person believes that America can put up with 2 million a year that we know about, much less all the other, the gotaways that we don't know about? And so that is not reported by the American, to the American people by the media. Is that correct? 5,000 a day is ridiculous. Oh, it's absolutely correct. And, and what you're seeing at the border right now unfolding is it's untenable. We have, now, uh, since 2021, since Biden came into power, there have been close to 12 million people that have come into this country, uh, uh, you know, just to be allowed into our society. That is the population of the entire countries of Haiti or Bolivia 
coming into the United States since 2021. Uh, they are breaking our social programs, our schools, our hospitals, you name it. This is unsustainable. Uh, and so uh, this administration, as much as they want to hang this on the neck of Donald Trump, huh. uh, I think the American people see it for what it is. Twelve million. Of course, Census Bureau surveys indicate that within the next 15 years at the present levels, we're going to have at least 150 million more persons, 150 more, million more coming in to this country by that point. And if you take the number of 12 million, the state of Ohio, I live in Ohio, Ryan Walker, and it appears to be a large state. The state of Ohio has 12 million residents in the state of Ohio. And so every three years under the Democrats, there'll be a new state of Ohio ad infinitum. And if Trump doesn't win this November and the interchangeable drill bit gets in, who might be Biden, might be Kamala Harris, might be Gavin Newsom, might be Michelle Obama, just just play the number, Governor Whitmer, whoever it is. That uh, can America afford every 36 months to have at least 12 million come in the size of the state of Ohio, a large state? We don't we're not scaled for those purposes at all. Secondly, do you think, of course, the classic comment is never let a crisis go to waste, that the goal is to overwhelm the cities, overwhelm the states, to have it flood into the more suburban areas, the smaller Midwestern cities, and then suddenly to have a situation where. The uh, concentration camps, the relocation camps that got to be set up somewhere by some future president. And then if, if Trump says we're going to have detention camps for the maybe 30 to 40 million illegals that we have, the, the federal judges will knock it, stop it. Uh, the, the news media will uh, journalistically impeach them. If the, if the Democrats are in charge of the House, Nancy Pelosi, Akeem Jeffries, again, are going to cause more impeachment proceedings. We have nothing but chaos. And so what happens? If Joe Biden, God forbid, is reelected, he won't serve out his term. Kamala Harris becomes the president. What happens then to the southern border? Well, I think it's more of what we've seen, if not uh, putting rocket fuel on it. You know, I think that they have an interest in this. And you've seen Democrat representatives say the quiet part out loud uh, to the general public that they are looking at this for apportionment's sake. They are looking at this to game the census to install and uh, create a scenario where there is a permanent power center with Democrats, in the, particularly in blue states, but all over the country. Uh, they think that this is their way to install, I think, permanent power. And again, these people, the, the folks that are coming across the border are being used by the left. They are being used by Democrats. They have no interest in being a part of our great experiment. They are opportunists, and they are taking an opportunity and taking advantage of that opportunity. We don't have the funds or the ability to accommodate these folks. You've seen it in places like Chicago, New York City, Denver, where they're cutting parks and rec budgets so that they can accommodate the illegals. We're giving them thousands of dollars in Mm. debit cards and free housing Mm. and daycare. It's ridiculous. Well, I look at the city of Denver, and in Denver, the mayor is cutting back on police and other social services to pay $40 $40 million a year in services to illegals who shouldn't be there in the first place. And uh, r- right now, the citizens of Denver are in near revolt. Do, do you see, uh, let's step back a little bit from 30,000 feet and look down. Are, are the residents in New York City, in Chicago, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., Denver, Cincinnati, are they going to say, you know what, uh, we're on the wrong track here, and we're going to start voting for those who want to protect the southern border, which are the Republicans. God helps those that help themselves. 
And I want to get on all the Trump indictments and lawsuits with you, Ryan Walker. But is there a chance that what happened in Chicago when you went from Lori Lightfoot, also known as Beetlejuice, and here comes Brandon Johnson to the left of her? Do you think the citizens who put these individuals in power will eventually see the light and not act pursuant to group think but individual interest? I hope so. I think that we've seen some of that so far. You've seen town halls and county council meetings and things of that nature uh, where residents are pissed. They are mad. They are uh, raising cane with their elected officials and demanding that their focus and priority be on the citizens of the of the community and not uh, these illegal immigrants. I do fear that it's it's a bit, uh, you know, it may be too late uh, in the calendar year for the, the average person to understand just how much uh, the taxpayer money and, and time and priority is being taken away from them and given to the illegals. It's happening, but I think it may be a little too late uh, in this cycle. That's my fear. How many rapes, how much human trafficking? There's more sexual slavery on the southern border encouraged by the Democrat Party than ever in American history. In fact, the U.N. says there's more slaves alive today than ever before in American history or in world history. And that it is sexual slavery. It is uh, chilly gangs that are burglarizing homes in the suburbs, all paying off their transit debt. It's about uh, 14 to $18 billion a year the Sinaloa drug cartels make in transit fees. We're funding that. We're also encouraging fentanyl to come across the southern border. It's a collapse. And, you know, Ryan Walker, I thought when Kate Steinle went down about five years ago in San Francisco on a pier from some illegal alien shot her and sexually molested her, then shot her, and he had been deported five times, had been convicted of seven felonies. I thought, okay, that'll change things. Then I thought Molly Tibbetts in Iowa, out for a run, another illegal alien bludgeoning her to death and killing her on the run. And then Lake and Riley takes place in University of Georgia. What happened to her at the hands of that uh, creep, Abara, is unbelievable. And each time these events transpire, I think, okay, this is going to be the moment that turns the country around. But it isn't. And Lake and Riley now basically is out of the news. Wait for the next one to take place. And the Democrats are never held to account. The Democrats, I have to assume they want what their, what their proposals cause. And that is they want this to happen. They want chaos. They want individuals to throw their hands up and say, I can't take it anymore. What I want is government intervention. And that's what I'm watching. Now, secondly, let, let's talk about how Joe Biden... Uh, has committed exactly the same acts, allegedly, of Donald Trump in keeping classified documents in an unsecured location and sharing those documents with others. In fact, in one tape to his biographer, President Joe Biden said the classified stuff is downstairs. We'll look at that stuff later. I'll give it to you. How is it possible that in one hand, Joe Biden has given a Texas El Paso because he's old and feeble? If you're not old and if you're too old and feeble to serve as a criminal defendant, you shouldn't be the president of the United States. And so how do you think that we're in mid-stroke with what's happening in, in Florida, what's happening in Washington, D.C.? I guess the New York trial is going to start November, I'm sorry, March the 25th. we got this stuff in, happening in Fulton County. Do the American people, every time he's indicted or every time he gets a $455 million judgment against him, uh, his support goes up? If a trial takes place, is there any doubt in your mind he will be convicted in New York City, Atlanta, or Washington, D.C., which is the goal of the Democrats. Uh, he got, he's got a shot in Florida with Judge Cannon, but everywhere else he's done. 
What impact will it have if, if the president is convicted in New York City on giving money to a porn star that was on the wrong form and it didn't? It was a federal election violation. Will that affect the outcome of the election? Well, I, you know, I think that it, it's certainly going to have somewhat of an impact. I don't know that it's what the Democrats think it's going to be. To your point, there have been people, uh, the American public is waking up to this idea that there are rules for thee, but not for me. And that the left and Democrats institute rules and, and regulations that, that only uh, apply to the American people and not to themselves or to elected leaders. And I think people are seeing that. I think people are seeing the weaponization of our government in going after political opponents uh, of the opposing party. And so I think that there is, is an awareness of that. There is an awakening to that, that idea. Uh, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, of the impact if, if he is convicted in those, in those cases. But I, I, I don't get the sense that the American people believe that these are uh, uh, crimes that he and only he has committed yeah. and that there's no one else at fault. Etc. You uh, to your point. You, you we have seen public reporting of uh, Joe Biden handling classified documents and in the same way that has been reported uh, uh, on Donald Trump. And, and furthermore, to your point, he is. Uh, I, I think this age issue and the mental capacity will start to become the leading issue related to Joe Biden. He you saw him at the border uh, when mm. he was down mm. there viewing uh, and, and taking photo opportunities in front of uh, a, a low-trafficked area on the border. He can barely move. He can barely speak. He has a teleprompter. It's like a 70-inch uh, TV <laughs> with size 48 font. Uh, the, 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 the gentleman cannot put together uh, sentences and, and thoughts for, for longer than a couple of minutes. And I think the American people will, will have seen that and increasingly will see that on the campaign trail. And I think that issue will dominate. Uh, this election cycle. And, you know, Ryan Walker, the State of the Union address is uh, Thursday, March the uh, 7th, coming up in a few days, and the Democratic Party is holding its breath. Please, don't stumble and fall walking up the steps. Don't uh, fail to read the teleprompter correctly. Don't stutter. Uh, don't have that that uh, Mitch McConnell gaze. In other words, don't be a clown. And this is one time, and I've said this before, that he's going to tumble down the steps. He's going to say something real stupid. He's going to be at some event and absolutely make a fool of himself, like saying the president of Mexico is in charge of Egypt. Whatever it might be, the 80% of us think he's not capable mentally of serving as president, but he still gets 45% of the vote. How can a Democrat vote for someone old and feeble that his own Justice Department has said can't stand trial on criminal charges, he can't counsel on his own behalf, yet that, that guy's got his finger on the nuclear trigger? Are you kidding me? I agree, and we saw this with John Fetterman in Pennsylvania this past cycle, right? The, the citizens of Pennsylvania, even after the debate performance, uh, decided to elect him. Now, what I will say is that after that debate in Pennsylvania, uh, the number one Google trend in the state of Pennsylvania was how to change my vote. And so I think there's a good point here that the, the uh, display of the mental capacity of our, our sitting president uh, is now he has nine months, eight months uh, to, to confront and, and, and to deal with this issue. And the American people have that much time to see him and to be able to discern whether there is a severe <laughs> lack of mental capacity. Yes. And once again, the Republicans have gone along with another CR, 
Uh, there, we have a $32 trillion national debt on its way to $40 trillion. We borrow $6 billion every day in brand new money, one-third of which goes to pay interest on some other credit card. We're completely overwhelmed. And are you disappointed that Republicans uh, cooperate with Democrats to bankrupt this country financially with debt? Yes, I am. I, it's the position of our organization. We've been out there for uh, almost over a year now talking about the finite details of, of the federal budget, what's needed to get it back in, into uh, a space where it's, it's somewhat sane and, and potentially getting to a balance. Uh, but but the, the Democrats have no interest in this. I think Speaker Johnson is in somewhat of a difficult place. But to your point, they're punting again. Yeah. And it looks like next week and over the next couple of weeks, we'll see spending bills that, that really favor Democrats here. And, uh, you, you know, Republicans need to understand that they still control one chamber of Congress and that they still have leverage on these questions like this. It does require their vote for something like this to pass. And so naturally you have the ability to make an ask. And they, they need to understand their their the space that they can operate in here. And unfortunately, they, they just haven't done that. Ryan Walker, HeritageAction.com. We need uh, your organization now more than ever between the southern border and debt. Those are the two issues that will destroy this country. Ryan Walker, once again, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Good luck, and we all look forward to the State of the Union address. That's going to be exciting. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. God bless you. Let's continue with more. State of the Union address. Remember when Bill Clinton, uh, the teleprompter went down, he had nothing in front of him, and for an hour and a half he stood up there and just spoke. Could Joe Biden give us two sentences that make any sense? Let's continue. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. Did you know that if you miss any part of our shows, you can catch the podcast of that show on the iHeartRadio app? Did you also know that aggressive sitting has been a sport since 2008? I don't know the rules of aggressive sitting, but hopefully you get to listen to our podcast while you're doing it. Otherwise, that sport would just suck. <laughs> News Nation invites you.